Welcome back to Brevity Box, where Charlie is once again an asshole. This is episode uh, 52. Well, we're going to talk about the mother bullshit. Because Charlie's got, Charlie's, uh, he's in the back seat for this one because Papa's in control now. Sweet. Ooh. Run through it. Go through your normal, normal intro, man. Our, our Brevity Box hot takes, ruminations from the radio network. Go for it, Brando. I'm sitting in the back seat. I mean, you literally just did it for me, so thank you. So All today right. on this episode... We're going to go ahead and talk about the Olympics and some other ish. But um, who gives a fuck about the Winter Olympics, though? Seriously. I do. Why? Because let me tell you, I love the Summer Olympics, but God damn, the men in the Winter Olympics are a lot hotter. It's just dudes on slats of wood going downhill. That's all let the me just tell you. Olympics let me is. tell you. Maybe I sometimes love, they shoot at something. I would love to do mixed luge or skeleton or whatever it is where you're like laying on top of the person makes luge sounds like a weird sex position yeah it looks like a weird sex position <laughs> it kind of does i would love that that would be my my uh sport that and bobsledding the choice. jamaicans are in the bobsledding um thing this year just more proof that the i mean just more proof the cubs fucked everything up movies are coming movies are becoming real life now fucking hate you Cross the timelines because the Cubs won the pennant, man. We've talked about it. By the way, Becky, did you know that while you were out sick, we had done an episode focused on another podcast on the network called Cinephile Hissy Fit, and we had the host, Don, who's also from the Chicago area and is is a Cubs fan. Yeah. A huge Cubs fan. And we asked this question. We Mm -hmm. asked the question about... The Cubs winning the pennant, ruining the timeline, and causing everything from COVID to undesirable presidents to uh, the whole whole way that the world has gone. And Betty White dying, all of it. And he said that he thought that was true. He's not. But a, he said it was not a hardcore Cubs fan. Then but let me tell you. But let me tell you what makes him hardcore. Oh. He followed it up by saying, "And it was worth it." Okay. And I kind of like He's his answer. That's on my good list. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just thought it was the best answer and I didn't expect it from Don, who was um, an awesome guest to have. I don't like I, 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 I don't I, like to think of the times where we were apart because I get a little jealous that you guys did things without me. I know you're a little jelly. I knew you'd be a little jelly. I wanted to talk to him. <laughs> Oh, he's coming back. But oh, ne- when he comes back on the show, it'll be to be part of the discussion. He is a cool, cool guy to talk to. Interesting guy. And a lot of fun to have on the show. He's funny, funny, really funny. It, 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 he's definitely invited back. We asked him at the end of the show. Anyway, Good. not to get too off to topic. Olympics. Hey, Becky, weren't yeah. some of the Ruskies do- doping this year? Did I hear something about that? The Russians? Yeah. Yes. I mean, they always dope, but didn't they get big, caught this year again? Big, huge controversy in the Olympic world okay. right now. I want to. I want to jump in here real and quick. And they're okay, trying to distract us with war in Ukraine. That's bullshit. <laughs> this is the real story. <laughs> it's all about the Olympics. It's all about the Olympics. Yeah. So this is interesting. Uh, before I want you to definitely go into 
to talking about that, but I, I, I want to interject in here real quick. I, I am not a huge fan. Like I don't follow the winter Olympics when it happens and watch every event, but I, I have a weird respect for ice skating because of one winter Olympics performance in the eighties from two ice skaters, a couple, Torval and Dean. Mm-hmm. And if you <laughs> don't know the performance I'm talking about, it's the significance of this is pretty great. But that was an incredible performance. And for a kid or any person who has zero knowledge or zero appreciation or isn't a fan of ice skating in general, and generally I'm not, that is an undeniably amazing performance and probably the only perfect-ish score that I'd ever seen in ice skating. And then fast yeah. forward, you know, 20 years or so, and um, what's the movie with Will Ferrell in it? Blades of Glory. I love Blades of Glory. I love Blades of Glory with Chaz Michael Michaels. <laughs> but what are they singing? <laughs> I don't know. It's just provocative. <laughs> I, I am figure skating. I, I just, uh, it, it opened the door to appreciation for it. So and now whenever the Winter Olympics come around, I do watch just to see if there's any other perfect scores. And that correlates mm-hmm. to what this controversy is about. And just to lay the groundwork so that we don't have to delve into it, Russia as a country is not in the Olympics. It's no. Russian Federation because Russia was caught the IOC, doping. Yeah. The IOC lets the Federation produce its uh, yeah. Russian athletes. And one in particular who I'm sure you know the name of, but I can't remember. It's Camilla Vayeva. And so I saw her performance live. She's 15. Amazing. Mm-hmm. I mean, the performance, just the performance on its own. Which one did you see, though? Did you see the team she, event or did you see, are no, you talking the women's? The women's. So you said the short program. Yes. And then yeah. that was, it was right after that that she was, that the press release came no, out. No, no, no. That, that was she the had, team. That was the team. Because now they do. It was after the team. Yeah. So now they do the team competition. So it's the countries and they all send skaters in and it's every event. And they're scored as a team, and then that team wins the medal, and then they go to their individual. Oh, I just thought of a way we could make the Olympics more awesome. How you'll have to hit us up with it in a second. So, yeah, yeah. she gets oh. caught with a, a banned substance and and claims that that she's accidentally taken her grandfather's heart meds or something. I mean, you fill us right. in, you take so, it from here. I don't really so know. It all started. Uh, actually in December, she did that test in December for their, the Russian nationals or whatever. And it didn't result until after the team event in the winter Olympics. So it's been a hot minute since she did test positive, but she tests positive and, um, all of a sudden, right after the team event, none of the countries that won got their medals, none of them. And then there was like this little chitter chatter 
And then all of a sudden it was, well, an athlete's tested positive, but they didn't release who it was at the time. And then a couple days later, um, that came back that uh, Vieva had tested positive for banned substance. And the substance she tested positive for was a heart medication, which is really weird that a 15-year-old would be taking a heart medication. But the heart medication, what it does is it increases blood flow. Um, so it's a banned, it's banned because it increased blood flow can help you skate longer, some, harder, faster, all that stuff. Lance Armstrong sort of shit right there, isn't it? Right, yeah. So it's then decided by the Olympic Committee uh, the Russian the Russian people had already banned her. Um, so they weren't sure if she was going to compete or not. And then they took it to the Olympic Committee who made the decision and said, well, because she's a minor and because there's other extenuating circumstances and we don't want her to go through irreparable damage, we're going to let her skate while this is figured out. Um, but if she skates and she wins or she's on the podium, we're not going to have a ceremony. So now it's messed up, not only the team event, but if she would have meddled in the women's, they wouldn't have had a podium either. So it's, it's this huge snowball effect going well, into the single competition. So the main was it sh who was the the track and field shikari runner was, was it richardson shikari richardson yeah. mm -hmm. so shikari richardson got taken out of olympic contention because she tested positive for marijuana yes which is not a performance enhancing drug it's a performance right. dehancing drug come on son <laughs> well exactly but i'm just saying she gets disqualified for that can't compete in the olympics but this person, this gets tested for positive for performance enhancing drugs and is allowed mm -hmm. to continue to competing. Mm -hmm. And I think the headline from Miss Richardson recently was that there was, you know, it just wasn't consistent. Yeah, it's you know not. that she she gets locked out, but this person doesn't. Well, the, the whole FSB idea behind this, like someone's tea. The whole idea <laughs> behind this whole controversy is she's a minor so how did she access these drugs did her coaches know were they the ones that were giving her these drugs it's she's all, a minor. that's a really like good point expect athletes to have friends <laughs> but she's a minor and that's and that's the whole where the whole big controversy comes from is she's 15. where it becomes complicated she's yeah. not an adult to make those choices so she's not an adult to make those choices so if it was her co her coaches who are now under investigation as they should be um you don't say no to your coaches you know especially you know in that well i mean if, in that the stage. amount of training yeah i mean you were you were an athlete in high school i mean mm -hmm. the amount of time she's put into just getting her skill set down to perform on the world stage representing right in some uh you know one degree separated extent representing her country yeah it's uh you know she wouldn't have come up with this scheme she wouldn't have known what no. that pill does or anything like that so it has right. to be that she's been misled and abused and and she like any 15 year old girl would just listen to her coach yeah because in your eyes your coach knows best your coach is going to get you where you need to be your coach is going to help well, you win that olympic medal 
And that's what Russian Olympics has been known for. I think most primarily from gymnastics, right? Like the yeah. coaches for Romania and Russia were always like cold. In, they, those kids were entirely controlled. Yeah. You, I mean, they you, had sched- you, They had no choice. Sleep and breathe gymnastics, or you eat, sleep, and breathe figure skating. Like that's all you do. Like you go to school at the gymnastics camps. Yeah. Or at the figure skating yeah. camps or wherever. Um, so, yeah. So she's under this. She's under investigation. They let her perform. Yeah. You know, it's funny because I'm ready to be angry at this person and want to reject her. But there right. is a distinct difference but her, between her and Shakari Richardson. Shakari Richardson is an adult. An adult. Mm-hmm. An adult well, athlete. And the whole. The coach didn't give her a blunt and say, here you go. This is going to help. Smoke it. Yeah. No. But the, here's right. the whole thing is. The Olympic Committee said that she can compete because they don't want, they didn't want to cause irreparable damage by not letting her compete. But I think they caused, yeah, I think they caused more by letting her compete. I think they should have just shut it down. They should have just, they should have just said no. And so she's, well, either, there's no way, there's no win there. No. Right? There's no way to make that. Nobody in the female, nobody in the female figure skating competition won. Period. None of them won. Like, they all have had their Olympic dreams taken away by this controversy. They've all had their Olympic narrative written completely different. Um, And they've all suffered because now it's not watch women's figure skating because it's such an amazing sport. It's, oh, we're watching women's figure skating because this bitch shouldn't be able to perform because she's doping who else is doping so what you're saying is we need another tanya harding to mix stuff up <laughs> probably you know and it's surprising nothing like that happened because uh the girl that got the silver medal holy shit she went off she went off when she won the silver medal what do you mean seriously um so her name is um alexandra trishova and she has um from where is she from? What country? From Russia. Yeah. Also from Russia. Okay. So she has the same coach as Camilla Vaeva. So their coach is under investigation. Um, but this girl is 21 and she has in her long program, um, because they do a short and a long program. In her long program, she had five quads, which in female figure skating, like you don't see quad jumps, and that's like four um, four turns up in the air. And oh, she had okay, five okay. of them. So, like this year was the first year that any female has done a quad in their um, routine. So, and she had four, five. She had five. Whoa! But her okay. problem is, is that she doesn't do the artistic. She just goes up and is, here's my quad, here's my quad, here's my quad, here's my quad. But she doesn't do the in between the pretty stuff. Um, right. So while she had this really Not performative. high, yeah. So while she had this really high technical score, her artistry score was really low, which knocked her down to the silver medal. So while all of this stuff is going on after, um, after Camilla falls in her performance and she comes off the ice, and her coaches uh, in Russian were like, "How could you drop this? This is the biggest competition, and you failed us." She finds out she wins the silver medal and she starts hysterically crying and throwing a fit, throwing her arms up in the air, basically saying, 
I hate this sport. I hate the Olympics. I hate ice skating. I'm never going to skate again. I should have won like a fit. Yeah. And on top of this. Because you're second best in the world. In the world, right? And so that's happening in one corner. In another corner, you have this little 15-year-old Camilla crying because her long program, she fell, like every jump she fell. And it's understandable because she had the pressure of the world on her shoulders. And so she's being consoled by by all the coaches from the Russian Federation. And then you have the gold medalist. uh, Her name is uh, uh, Sherbakova, I think. And she's all Russian. Yeah, all Russian. Sherbakova is just standing there. Kind of sus about all these rescues doing so well. I figure (laughs) she's standing there and she like wins the gold medal by a lot, but she doesn't know what to do. And it's just such a sad scene that she's standing there. She has no one to hug and she feels like she can't be excited. And then in another corner, you have the bronze medalist who's um, Sakamoto from Japan. She's hysterically bawling because she can't believe she actually won a medal. And that she's actually going to go on the right. ice and get the medal. I woke up at four o'clock in the morning to watch this live because I was like, "Oh, I'm watching this. I'm watching. You're real fast hard. I'm watching this drama unfold. I'm not going to be the last person to see this." And I'm literally sitting on my couch, and my mouth has hit the floor after the last performance. I was like, "Am I watching what I'm watching right now? Like, so are you serious?" My question. <laughs> So the question I have for you is the other two Russian uh, competitors, uh-huh. they didn't test positive. No, but the girl that won the silver medal, uh, Trishova, she shares the same coach as the one that did test positive. So she's pissed because she's pissed at her coaches and she's pissed on behalf of her teammate. She's pit. No, she's pissed at the Olympics and the judges because she thinks she should have won the gold medal. Oh, okay, okay. I see what you're yeah. saying. Okay, yeah. She's pissed because she thinks she's better than the than her she co had, teammate from Russia had, that yeah, won the gold. She had five quads, and she can't believe oh, I, that she I didn't gotcha. beat her. She she felt like those quads being unprecedented was going to get her yeah. the score, even in the face of her artistry not being up to par. Yeah, exactly. But gotcha. she was throwing a bit like it's embarrassing. Temper tantrum. It was disgusting. How old is she? Uh, uh, 21. Okay, well, so I was about to say, if it's another 15-year-old, no, you start going, oh, well, that's a child. No, you know, she knew you, better. She knew better. She's she just better. an asshole. Yeah. She's just an asshole, an mm-hmm. athletically gifted asshole with no your, artistic talent. Your yeah. description <laughs> of the bronze medalist just makes me remember the one time I got to party with some Japanese people, and they were fucking <laughs> awesome. She was so cute. She's just like, because you knew, like, from the beginning, you knew it was going to be like Russia one, two, three. Like they had built it up to be this, like, oh, yeah, KG, yeah sweep KGB it. had already made that arrangement. They're yeah. going to sweep it. The fifteen-year-old's going to win the gold, and then uh, silver and bronze are up between the other two. So, like, this little Japanese girl went in not knowing, like, she was going to win an Olympic medal. And she skated her little heart out to her song, and she was just so happy. And it's like, why couldn't they focus on her? And like, you know, like the people that were actually happy to be there, you know, it's just really sad. I think they did more damage than. Well, they did damage to the Olympics. They did damage to the event. 
Um, they did damage to every single one of those girls and their coaches. Yeah, they'll never compete again. No. I doubt it. I well, mean, and look, every single contra- person in the competition, they did damage to So the controversy well. about doping in Russia goes way, way back. Like, right. it, it's... Uh, I think there is a documentary that is Rocky I Ford believe documentary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Drago, same same thing is insinuated there, right? They were doping mm-hmm. Drago. At least now, his I mean, son fought clean. The um the the documentary I'm talking about is named Icarus. It's so good. And I haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen it yet. Brooke and I, what? it's on our list to watch. It's really good. But that, that that's what it covers, oh. right? I mean, give right. us a, a general idea of what that covers for the two of you. And Becky, man, how does it, does it affect your thinking on the current events in ice skating? It makes me feel like, and I don't know about Brando, because Brando doesn't really care <laughs> about sports. Um, <laughs> I have a surprising answer on this. Oh, but do you? Continue. Um, it makes me just feel like they shouldn't be allowed, period. Like, not even under the IOC, not even under this Federation of Russia, whatever. They shouldn't just, they should just not be allowed, period. Because if you can't do it fairly, you shouldn't be welcome. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's. And they've been given chance after chance after chance after chance. And now they have this ban where they're the Federation of Russia or whatever. And they're still doping. They're still doping. Right. Look, all I'm saying is I've read too many books about the Eastern Front of World War II, specifically the battle for Stalingrad. And too many books about the KGB. I have a Mm -hmm. respectful fear of Russian people. They (laughs) do what they got to do to get shit done. I have a couple of Russian friends. I can agree with that much of it. I agree. I they agree do, with that. They yeah. do what they need to do to get things done. I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. I um, mm, Beautiful woman. Russian accent. No, I'm running. Other direction. Fear boner. <laughs> oh, man. Tantalizing. Right? I'm not kidding. Uh, 100%. Tantalizing. Respect, respectful fear of Russian people. Trust, but verified. I just love um, how the commentators for NBC handled the whole situation. I thought it was, was genius. Was it Snoop Dogg again? No, it was, uh, <laughs> it's Tara Lipinski and Johnny Weir and they're both figure skaters and Tara Lipinski won the gold medal at 15. And she kept throwing like snide comments in like, I won a gold medal at 15 and I did it cleanly. <laughs> and then when, oh, wow, yeah. um, when, uh, the 15 and Johnny Weir is basically about that. And Johnny Weir is basically the model for the other character in Blades of Glory, right? I yeah. mean, that's, that was what it was supposed to be was Johnny yeah. Weir, yeah, and, and Chaz um, Michael Michaels. And then during her short program, the 15 year old that tested positive, they did not say a word, they did not critique her performance. At the very end, Johnny Weir goes, That was Camila Vieva, that was her short program that you just saw. That's all. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I mean, they did so, it. I'm not doing it, doing them justice how they handled like the commentary for the whole Olympics because they made really great, excellent points. 
I'm not, I'm not class. doing them justice. Yeah. It they was did very it with classy. Class they did it grace. very classy. They did it gracefully. Um, thank God Johnny Weir was there because he was translating what the Russian coaches were saying because he knows Russian. So really? like after they would come off the ice, he would be like, I'm just trying to listen to hear what they're saying. <laughs> so. Yeah, <laughs> and he was like, they're cool. asking her if she took her magic pills. If <laughs> no, she feels okay. He actually, he actually straight up was like, I don't think I can say what they're saying right now. <laughs> like they were oh, wow. yelling. They were yelling at her for falling. During yeah, her Russians long go program. hard. Yeah. Oh my God. There were probably a couple of sukas dropped in there, huh? Yeah. And he was saying like, uh, when the <laughs> Russian when the, translation suka means bitch. Yeah. When mm. the 21 year old was going off, he was like, Oh my God. He's like, I can't believe she's saying this. <laughs> it was, they were, Two of the best people probably to do commentary. Very classy, very they handle And shining it. a light on the reality of the subject yeah. matter. I mean, it it is a, a dignified sport, whether you like it or not. And it's mm-hmm. I think any kid I feel bad for the fifteen year old and I think the twenty one year old can go fuck themselves. I think she right? needs to like, of her medal. I feel terrible for the fifteen year old being misled and misguided by yeah. Uh, thirsty fucking coaches trying to stuff it in the face of the world, and yeah. the twenty-one-year-old. I mean, look, man. Uh, from a from gamer speak to you, you twenty-one-year-old uh, ungrateful asshole ice skater. I mean, get good, man. G U D. Get good, and you're not good enough on the artistic front. So yeah. accept it. You know, I'm sorry. Way to go on your quad stuff. That's amazing. Yeah. Not good enough for the gold. You know, it's just not going to work that way. I, I, I have a question. Because, again, I haven't, didn't watch the Olympics. Mm-hmm. The one that got busted, the 15-year-old for the weed? Yeah. Was she, was she oh. an American? No, she was Russian. It wasn't 15. It she was, was an oh, adult, no. and oh. she is an American. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. She was okay. A, Shikari, I'm, Shikari I'm mixing got, people up. Yeah, Shikari got busted for the weed. She's an American. She's in her And 20s. she's like the fastest woman in track and field. She's the not Usain anymore. Bolt. Because well, she, she was at the moment. She at ran the moment. a race, yeah, after that, and she placed in ninth. So, well, she probably got clean. She wasn't smoking tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> she wasn't. She wasn't floating on a cloud on the way. You know, and then totally 15, different now. And the fifteen-year-old Brando is the winter Olympian Olympian from Russia, and hers okay. was yeah, a heart that, medication. You shine a different light on it. I, yeah, I feel Russian bad about the fifteen-year-old. So basically, Becky, what you're saying is if you're if we're going to go completely geopolitical and start calling it the NATO Olympics, if you're not part of NATO, you're not in the Olympics. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just <laughs> it saying, certainly would solve the problem, right? Like, I'm just really. saying, you know, you've given chance after chance for Russia and they've proved to you that they can't do it. Don't have it's not that they can't. Them. They've proved to you that they don't they have don't any interest to. in. Yeah. They're really they fucking good at faking it. Check out no, that. They want to win. They want to win way more than they want to to play by the rules, play cleanly or, and fairly, or, or embrace sportsmanship. Mm-hmm. It's just about the win. That's and what I've gathered. Yeah, from this it's about discussion, the win and the money that comes with that win, and they're going to take down whoever and whatever is in their way. And that's why we should pull out of NATO. <laughs> <laughs> dead on impression, man. Dead on. Dead on. It's funny because I was trying to go for I, I, I was trying to go for a Cartman. Oh, it was so close it was hard <laughs> was to close. tell. Yeah. 
That's I pretty know. funny. That's, I'm just saying I mean, my, look, heart, my heart is broken for every single, except for the little girl that went off. She can go fuck herself. But Well, and look, it, it, it's funny to see the, to hear the juxtaposition of the, the Russians versus the Japanese winner of the bronze, because mm-hmm. that's what the spirit of the Olympic is supposed to be about. Right. Right. You go and you pour your heart into it. You don't mm-hmm. know, you know, and you gave another example of that. I mean, Jamaicans are in the bobsled competition. Yeah. They worked hard to get there, but they probably didn't expect to be there. No. And then the same thing goes for the ice skater. And I'm, what was her name? Do you remember the, the Japanese girls? Oh, yeah. Sakamoto. Name? So Sakamoto's there. And you, you know, I don't, think it doesn't sound like that person expected to be on the podium with she didn't ex- level of russians and americans yeah, right? she didn't I mean, expect to have a podium period because everybody expected right. this 15 year old to win and if she would have won there would have been no podium no moment for any of them they would have gone home and gotten their medals later which a lot of the team competition people have to do now and the united states won the silver in the team competition all those ice skaters are going home with nothing, but they won. They get torches, medals. right? Yeah, they got torches. Sucks. Yeah, but they don't get their moment on the. Po- they didn't get their moment on the podium. All that work for to be robbed of your see, moment in history. Yeah, they didn't get to see their flags raised, and I'm sure that's like the culmination of everything is watching your flag going up and getting those chill bumps and just. Not believing it, that you actually did it, you know what I'm saying? They were wrapped of that. It, it brings to mind, like I'm uh, being a big football fan. It brings to mind those stories of athletes talking about Super Bowls that they lost and how they never, they never get over it. Yeah, you know that they just never get over it. This is gonna, this is gonna be, this is gonna be the Super Bowl they don't get over. This is going to yeah, be they'll the never this will be with them the rest of their yeah, days. This is going to be the World Series that mm-hmm. took 100 years to win again. And ruined a timeline. Yep. Mm-hmm. Damn. Cops. Whoa, she actually agreed with us that time. <laughs> she did. <laughs> she did. We're going to take a break on that note. Becky agrees. The Cubs ruined the timeline. I We're figure if take I a just moment. start agreeing with you guys, you'll stop. You'll stop. Oh, yeah, you're probably right. Because now that you've agreed with it, I'm already mistake. over it. He's bored now. <laughs> I'm tired of fucking with you assholes. (laughs) Oh, man. We're going to take a small break. We'll be right back. We're going to hear about one of the other podcasts on the Ruminations Radio Network. We'll be back in just a sec. What's up, gang? This is Hoptimus. You've been listening to one of the great new podcasts from Ruminations Radio Network. If you want some more tasty sound vibes, come check out my new podcast, The Retro Futurist Culture, where we talk about alternate timelines, cyberpunk, anime, and other crazy worlds. If that does not strike your fancy, we have plenty of other great shows at RuminationsRadioNetwork.com. All right, guys, we have covered the controversy behind Russia cheating yet again. Russia um, gonna ruining Russia. lives. Russia gonna Russia. That's a shirt. Russia gonna Russia. It should be like a teacup with a green fuzz coming out of it. It should be those nesting dolls. <laughs> It'd be a nesting doll with tea in it. Yeah. Like nesting doll with tea and green like toxic <laughs> fumes coming out of right. it. Nerve agents. I it does seem I mean, it's it's disappointing. I, I get a lot out of, 
and we've talked about this before. You, I think we were talking about it in reference to football, but, uh, and maybe that's just a part of, I don't think it's just American culture, but I think it's a big part of American culture is at least when you're a kid is sportsmanship, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's in, right. uh, wrestling or, or football or soccer. And, and those are the, the, any athlete, in any sport, those are the guys that I'm drawn to. If it was UFC, you know, I'm a big George St. Pierre or Lyoto Mashida fan, you know, because mm-hmm. they're skilled and amazingly athletic. He's, he's but a bitch. He couldn't even stand up to Steve Rogers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a movie. That's a Marvel movie. But no, yeah, he he's an amazing athlete, but he had respect for his opponent. And and the same thing with Mashida. You know, there's a there's compilations of Mashida knocking people out. And then literally still doing the bow immediately after knocking them out and then going over and checking on them and helping them mm-hmm. up. I mean, there is a class and a dignity to that that I think is uh, irreplaceable. Like you, the, cannot, those, you can't manufacture those, that either. Those fighters that get, you know, they sneak in an extra ground and pound smack when they know it's done. Yeah. Right. You know no, done. I, I 100% agree with you on that too. And, and look, in that compilation of Mashida, you can see times where he's gone to the guy has fallen back. He's clearly out and he can definitely get in a hit or two and, and stops, stops, backtracks. I mean, you, you, and you, doesn't you, throw you get in one. Ball. So be it. Then you notice they're out. You pull the second. Okay. Just, you know, you won. It's the ca- Don't brain damage the poor bastard. So yeah, like what we're saying is that Russia's the Tito Ortiz of the Olympic world. <laughs> like yeah. Russia is the Nadama Kung Su of the sports world. Yes, yes. <laughs> That's perfect. No, That's no, perfect. no. Who was oh uh, there's crazier football players. Warren Sapp. He was pretty crazy. Uh, Sapp Sapp wasn't Sapp that wasn't guy. Sapp as though. bad as Sue, though. He wasn't dirty. Sapp just, Sapp just ran his mouth too. Yes, yeah, look, that's true. But he wasn't stepping on too. people's. He wasn't trying to step on yeah. people. Suggs is more. Yeah, you got a good point there. Yeah. Uh, I mean, but that's the thing that I get disgusted about is that I'll cross any boundary to win. It's not war. It's sport. Right. I mean, it's not. It doesn't need to be taken to that. I don't think you have to be that fucking uh, so thirsty that you're willing to cross all those lines. Absolutely. And I'll tell you about the first time seeing that in sports made me uncomfortable. Please do. It was the year 2009. It was the NFC Championship. Ray Lewis is Russia. (laughs) Minnesota Vikings versus New Orleans Saints. Aging Brett Favre under center for the Minnesota Vikings. (laughs) And during this time, as Becky will corroborate, the New Orleans Saints were Saints defense was a bunch of head hunting, dirty pieces of shit with yes, the King were. of Shit Mountain as their defensive coordinator. Go fuck yes. yourself, Greg Williams. You spell your name in a, yes, in a, in Greg a dumb way. I will blame Greg Williams for that speak. And what I'll blame, I only have one play. If I'm being, like, I'm a Saints fan. Uh, who that all day long, but that there is only one play in that. Your Lombardi is dirty, sir. <laughs> There's only one play. I mean, really, I don't think I saw if I'm being, I'm being honest here and I'm totally owning up that I may have missed something. I don't think I did. You watched it. I listen as a saints fan. I've watched that on NFL network. When it replays, I watch it. Bitch. I know you're going to get, we look fine. You're right. But look, there's only one play. 
I'm and sorry, I can't bitch. say it was on purpose. There's only one play that bothers me from the NFC Championship of that year, and that was the high low on Brett Favre. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was that was blatant. Yeah, and there were that's a couple the of, only there, play. There were a couple pile drives in there. There but were a couple times when it was obvious he'd handed it off to Peterson, and you don't have to lay him the fuck out, Tracy Porter, you piece of shit. Well, Tracy Porter's not a big man either, though. Bro. Tracy, I mean, let's be fair. Tra- Tracy, verified rapist Porter. <laughs> in, hi- in hindsight, no. Look, but you didn't see that play in the Super Bowl, like playing against the. Colts. I only watched the I only watched the important part of the Super Bowl, the halftime show, son. But there wasn't that dirty play in many of those games that season. The one I, I don't, I'm not warranting Greg Williams' behavior. And Price's Price was paid. Uh, Peyton was suspended. The team was penalized. It mm-hmm. doesn't make it right. No. Um, but I, I can't. I, I mean, outside of being a fan, it isn't as if they were doing that every play. It was that one play in that one game. I can't look at that and say it cut was off the head and the body play. will die. Yeah, I look. It's wrong on a professional level. I'm allowed to the, be bitter on this. You, you are. are, but the crazy as a Vikings fan for sure. But the that the, the shit thing about France was fucking Colts, probably. But the the shit thing about that story really is that that kind of speak goes on in locker rooms and high schools and colleges mm-hmm. across the country. And yeah, so I, I can't say it's cash bounties, son. No, no, you're right. Having a cash reward on it is ugly that's, business. That's different. That's that's that's, that's where the line animal. is. Yeah, take him out of the game. Get a cash reward is a bad, 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 bad. But you know you what? Take I forget someone out about of the it? game. You should go apologize and make sure they're okay after that fucking game. Yeah, I I definitely still feel like when I forget about it is seeing that interception that won the Super Bowl for the Saints. So I'm just gonna love it. I don't care. <laughs> Big fan. <laughs> Sideline, sideline, touchdown! Unbelievable. Big fan. Big fan. Yeah, I know, dude. That was a ridiculous game. But we're getting off topic. Okay, this is about the Olympics. Um, I don't know that I've ever really consciously thought of the Olympics as being the the standard for sportsmanship, but it's it's undoubtedly you can't doubt the fact that that was the intention, right? Yeah. It was meant to be sports and competition in its purest form. Mm-hmm. And for, totally I, and is there any other country that's been brought up on this kind of continuing, they're doping, they're trying to find a way to, no, to, I don't think anybody else does it. Or they figured out a way to get away with it. Like this year, this year in Norway, has had a lot of positive tests over there. So do you think it's like USADA and the UFC where these guys are getting like micro, like they're, they're getting so specific about the, the amount of these things, the trace. Yeah. hundred uh, percent. Like is, is it at that level? Because yeah. I don't think that's the case with Russia with Russia. It's just straight up. It's blatant. Yeah. It's blatant mm-hmm. with Norway. It's more, they didn't know that that, protein powder had yeah i don't know because i i literally just when i was looking up for today i like just saw that like norway had a couple tests positive oh my god i want to watch that lance armstrong documentary now that was so good i need to i need to rewatch it i mean that's another situation where i think that's the part that gets me 
if Lance Armstrong were uh, like socially and his his commercials and stuff before it was found out, if he didn't present himself as the pure athlete who did it the yeah. hard way, mm-hmm. I'm not sure I'd be so bothered. Shocked. I'd still have yeah. a problem. But it, it's the it's the fucking fact that they're coming in and being like, I did it. The, all the, the it's like hearing Hulk Hogan talk about it, the prayers and the vitamins and the, you know, it's like yeah. and these guys are out there just pumping up with steroids. Yeah. Yeah, it's dirty, dirty pool. Fuck, there should be a steroid encouraged football league for the offseason. Um, isn't that the XFL? Does that even exist yet? Oh. You know, there's some people that say that. All right, let's let's take this conversation there for a couple of minutes. Would you? Oh, I was just making. A, I was just stealing a joke from Christ. What's that? Daniel Tosh. Oh, Tosh Plano. Well, but look, Tosh Tosh is echoing real sentiment from people who think that, like their their point of view is that we'll use the UFC as an example. Their point of view is that everybody is doping anyway. Like everybody's finding a way to there that the business isn't trying to find a way to do it without steroids. The business is finding a way to hide the steroid use. Yeah. And so, you know, that there's so Literally many people doing the that. documentary. Right. So but, but, but there, that's the suggestion is that there should be just like an open platform for that to be regulated as opposed to not in there at all, which I, I don't agree with on its own but that said if there was a ufc that did it i'd watch like I, to me that and i think it's the parody of it yeah i'd watch out of but i mean it's the parody of it right the thing that bothers me is that one person would have it and the other person wouldn't yeah if both of them have it make it a fair fight i mean it just seems like there's parody right like mm-hmm. okay we're gonna they both are on the same, like, but it would have to be like from the beginning. It couldn't be like, it couldn't turn into, oh, well, he had two, three times the steroids. It'd have to be like, okay, you can use steroids, but this is how you can use it. We're going to yeah. regulate it and have oversight on dosing it. guidelines but per yeah. body weight. Yeah, dosing guidelines. I basically, we start here and then in 20 years, we'll have mutant league football and I'm just fully in. But oh, I, I think the American audience, the average American, uh, sports enthusiast i don't think would be against it i think there would be a small margin of people like myself who would want the purest form of the sport and want the sportsmanship but i mean shit you don't know maybe if you gave them those kinds of guidelines and let everybody have access openly maybe that sportsmanship would be there you know maybe you because i mean if i lost a competition to somebody i knew that was doping I'd be more pissed off than if I was doping too. I have a question for you guys. Lay it up. This is going to be that this this might start a fight, but hear me out. Let me see if I can explain this correctly. Okay. Should all sports be co-ed if we allow women to juice? Look, man, you're getting into a, a sensitive and tender if topic. If you're allowing, that- if you're allowing to to juice, I say yes. That should be co-ed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I, 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 I wouldn't mind co-ed leagues with very specific and well-thought-out rules. I have no opinion on the juicing. 
I don't think that I don't think you're going to put the we're going to talk about the average atypical born biologically um, woman is going to have the same advantages athletically that the opposite man would have. And the reason I think it's a sensitive topic is, you know, the Penn State swimmer who is transgender and Mm -hmm. competing as a woman, you know, I don't have any animosity or hatred to anyone who's transgender. But in terms of competition and sports, I, I don't have a concrete opinion other than to say because of those parody related concerns and I want a straightforward competition. Huh? You got to draw a hard line on combat sports. Well, that's kind that exactly Remember what when I'm Ronda Rousey was getting a little too big for her britches and said she'd fight Kane Velasquez. Honey, oh, yeah, you okay. die. Well, well, sir, it's sort of my <laughs> I'm just saying like in terms of the sport, okay? This is not about uh somebody going and finally you know being comfortable in their true selves i am very supportive of that i don't have an issue with that i don't know that this it's better for the sport i don't know that it's better for the sport i also don't know i can't imagine what it would be like if we're going to talk about it in terms of the olympics or if we're going to talk about it in terms of uh the penn state swimmer I I would want to hear like my curiosity would be to want to talk to the teammates on that team because I'm sure there's a mixed bag of opinions and I'm not a swimmer and I'm not transgender and I'm not a woman uh biologically I don't know what a I don't know even the proper terminology so forgive me if I get it wrong but if you are a a woman as we would have recognized it in 1980 and and you now and this person competing is transgender but spent most of their lives as a man and the hormones and development and bone structure bone muscle density. development all of it if all of it and that person even if your team is winning i wonder if you I would one I would want to know how that I would want to talk to both to be honest and yeah. to also to to transgender fans I would love to hear that series of commentary because from my point be a of great view conversation. it would be a really interesting conversation because I care about sports and I care about the purity of competition and there being parity and if you start throwing that parity out the window with uh, and want to be careful here. I'm not trying to correlate uh, uh, performance-enhancing drugs with this example of a transgender woman competing on a woman's team for their college. I'm not trying to say those are the same. What I am saying, though, is in the form of competition, how are you judging that competition to be... Like, I would be much more open for there to be a transgender division. You know what I'm saying about that? Like I but I don't know if that's fair to them either. I understand that, but that's not I don't know if that I I am not I don't exactly. I'm not suggesting that it's fair, but yeah. Off based on my very large ignorance on the topic, my that's where my concern is. Is that fair to that 
transgender woman's teammates and 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 situations that I've heard of. I mean, there's people that we're friends with who know, you know, will regale us with stories of a you know, a person in their 40s who's lived their entire lives as a man, has children and a family, finds their true selves, which is great. And I encourage anybody I would be, if I were in that office or if I were in that person's friendship group, I'd be one of the people saying, yeah, you definitely need to, to go and be comfortable in your own skin. And if, and you know, this 40 something male is an executive at a company that is unnamed for this conversation Mm -hmm. and they go through transition and they go through the, the, everything you have transitional surgery, everything. And they realize they're, they're true selves and they're happy. And then the next year they win woman of the year i would want to talk to the 40 something women that have worked in the same office because i don't know how it would feel right i don't know if that person yes yeah, yeah. you go talk to him i ain't touching that shit with a 10-foot pole yeah <laughs> but the thing is, is i'm not trying to cause controversy i don't know don't, don't i matter. don't know i don't have don't a, matter. i don't have a i touched but it. i'm just saying I'm, I'm just saying i don't have a dog in that fight but there's definitely questions and conversations to be had that would be, look, it, it may be at the end of the conversation that we'll all be better off and we're educated. And, you know, I'm sure that a lot of uh, whatever it is that I'm hesitant on is rooted in not knowing enough and not having spoken to enough individuals that are in that situation, whether they're themselves going through that or whether it's the people around them. But it's certainly, like it's a weird catch situation where if you separate it, like you said, it wouldn't work to have a separate division, then you're being divisive. But if you own it, aren't you like, wouldn't you worry about alienating others? So I don't know. My answer is I don't know. Yeah. And I'm not suggesting a, one way or the other. It's such know? a hard, hard thing to talk about because there's so many what ifs that go into it. Especially for a couple of basic ass cisgender assholes on a podcast. <laughs> I think we're called sissies. C-I-S-S-Y. <laughs> but I mean, I mean look, I, I, I don't think it should be off limits for discussion. I no. just think that, that those are the times we live in. Um, I mean, I just you know, think it's, I, a, it's a much deeper discussion that needs to have so many more people involved in it. There's bigger problems in the world. Who really gives a fuck? Just separate the combat sports and life is good. (laughs) I just think that's important for people to be curious about it. And I'm one of those people. Not curious in a bad way, not judgmental. Want to embrace, want to talk, want to understand, want to have my own understanding. So I'm very very curious about how that would work and would want to know if Well, and ultimately, I just don't want anyone wrongfully sidelined. Yeah. regardless of who or who they are or what their identity is. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think that that is where my appreciation for sports probably lies, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I just want people to have a fair playing field where, because that's how you know somebody's skill makes the difference. Yeah. I think that would be a great conversation to have with uh, one of the male partner figure skaters. Because he's non-binary. He's the first non-binary athlete. That's right. I read that article today. First non-binary to medal, right? Yep. Well, and I I mean, I'm excited for that, right? I would just love to have more information. Yeah. It it you know, it's interesting because I don't 
every day on a normal day think about those things, but it'll occur to me in random moments. And the most recent, so the most recent random moment for me is I went and saw uh, West Side Story, Steven Spielberg's remake. Good. An absolutely beautiful and excellent movie. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that caught my attention and brought this to mind was and I don't know the name of the character, so I'm totally going to butcher this off the top of my head. But in the original movie that was shot West Side Story, mm-hmm. this character was as a, and I saw this as a boy and many times since I was a boy, but the way that I understood this character was as a tomboy. Mm-hmm. There's clearly a girl that dressed as a boy and tried to hang out with uh, the Jets and was a, yeah. you know, from the same neighborhood mm-hmm. and they rejected and and picked on and tormented this person but in the original movie with Rita Moreno uh in the 60s both movies have Rita Moreno to be fair but mm-hmm. the, the original well, we know what you mean yeah the earlier one they you know there was no there was a limit right there was a very homogenized look yeah. at the whole story mm-hmm. and i had no understanding at that time what the term i didn't know the term transgender i wouldn't have thought of that character as transgender that was just my mind going oh that's a tomboy and in my mind i correlated that to my older sister who was like 14 or 15 at the time and like i said before in another cast the my sister is the one who was a tough badass who taught me how to punch and like you know I saw my sister as a tomboy. So I really didn't I, go anywhere further than that. Mm-hmm. But in the new movie, it's clear that Spielberg is making a choice to, in my opinion, show a more honest portrayal of that character as being someone who's transgender. Well, he and, can play with that now. Because it's more Right, he can play with now. that now. And the and the character is the actor that plays that role is transgender themselves Mm -hmm. so it's not somebody who's cisgender playing uh something that they're not this is somebody who is in many ways the same as this character and the torment that those uh would-be peers puts this person through is much more visceral much more emotional much more brutal and it brought me to a place of identifying with the pain of that characters crisis in even in the small role that they play in the movie as a whole but there is a very significant point where uh i i i don't remember the exact line but they clearly are seeing this person as they see themselves for the first time by the end of the movie and the way that it's acted and the way that it's portrayed was so impacting and so powerful and it made me reflect on those or that earlier portrayal in a totally different light you know to an extent where i'm i'm i was convinced that that was the original intent of the role yeah you know where i didn't understand it that way before but now i do and that gave a lot of gravity to the issue Mm -hmm. because there's a certain air of it 
when you hear about it or you hear people talking about it, you read about it in the news or the first person who's non-binary to win a medal, you know, it seems like there's this newness, like it hasn't been around until the last 20 years or something. And that's, that's not true. It's just not true. Mm -hmm. You know? And, and I don't know. I just, um, that was a random moment that I thought Spielberg eloquently, gracefully had impact on that 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 person has been with us all along Mm -hmm. and fighting that for their own identity and to be for the world to accept and see them as they see themselves and i thought that was gracefully done in that movie yeah yeah and so it just um it's just interesting how that works and it's interesting that that's sort of where that went to man I, that total left curve on that one ran i just had <laughs> that got inspired for a second um but yeah you're right it's a sensitive topic i'm not trying to throw uh too many opinions out there just that i would love to know more i would love to understand more i'd love to have that conversation and and if we do this long enough hopefully maybe we will someday mm-hmm. it would be an awesome episode yeah so russia kick their asses out of the olympics <laughs> stop playing games you know, thank God for Johnny Weir and his grace, both oh on the ice and off the ice, right? I seriously wish I could have done them better justice in describing their reaction. All I can oh, say is if anybody didn't see it, to, like, look it up and watch mm-hmm. it, because I think they handled the situation really, really beautifully and spoke very eloquently about, because they didn't just blame Russia. They blamed the whole Olympic committee. You know, it's if, it's interesting to me that from it's not from a place that anybody would predict, but it's something mm-hmm. we don't have enough of just globally and broadly. There's not enough dignity and grace. Yeah. In moments like that. Mm-hmm. Left in the world, period. Well, period. and that's the thing though, right? Here you have an ice skating event mm. that is controversial and problematic and full of things that if 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 you had any member of Fox News calling any of it, it would be hype and criticism and angst. And yeah, it would be judgment, judgment, judgment. And these two amazing people handled it with grace and dignity. And mm-hmm. we probably can take a lesson from that. Yeah. For sure. Wow. Well, I, I, that's all I have to say to you guys. Brando, did you have something else you wanted to add? Oh, yeah. But we've already been going a fucking hour or so another time. <laughs> nah, man. You got a few minutes. Go nah, for that's it. That's good. You you just did your, your, your soapbox thing. <laughs> you were just on a roll, and I just zoned out for a while and did some reading. We, we can hack it off. We can. <laughs> you're, the, you're the kid reading at the Super Bowl? <laughs> Are you really comparing yourself to the Super Bowl? Charles. No, I'm comparing you to the kid who's reading in the middle of something going on. Like I said, you got a little bored there for a bit. Like I said, well, some of that shit, I don't want to touch with a 10-foot pole. Man, Brando, I can't believe you're bored by topics concerning transgender. That's very controversial. My opinion is I have no opinion. <laughs> I'm trying to troll. Tell me what you hard. want. To, I, will, I will address you and treat you the way you, respect, the way you ask me to, because I am respectful of you as a fellow human being, and that's all there is to And me. you are. I'm just giving you some shit. What, well, give us a teaser for next time so we know what we're going to talk about. Yeah. So, what yeah. were you going to talk about? Come on. Don't worry about it. I get it. Don't worry about it. Becky, you want to give it a shot? Leave it in no, he's done. Him. He's checked out. He's going to leave you, us. You know better than me. All right. All right. Well, 
I totally took away his time. I bogarted his time. It's my bad. I got we also may have made story. the mistake of recording two episodes back to back, and I could just be sick of your fucking voice at this point. <laughs> it does happen. I remember when we uh-huh. lived together, you would just go to your room and shut the door. Yep. S- 7.15 at night, I'm going to bed. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, look, it was still great, great episode. Great fun conversation a really good one i actually i'm glad that we kept going and talked about the olympics and um the controversies and things that are surrounded becky mm-hmm. thanks for being a fan that was really informative yeah for, I, I told for you, anybody I out there four o'clock in the morning that was a big deal for me well you know so much becky about it and you clearly appreciate it which is cool i do and i need like that. My but, heart, but you're a woman, so I need them. to I need to fact check you against a man because this is sports. Yeah, please do, please do, and you'll find that my reporting that Listen. my reporting is better, and I pronounced all of their names correctly. You are my you own. Did. You are my own personal Aaron Andrews. I never doubt you for a moment. Yeah, listen. Oh my god, that's that a good. Big, that's a oh my really god, good that's example. My biggest compliment of my life, and I think that is a huge compliment. Look, I got to say this. I got to say this now that, that you brought up Aaron Andrews. That, 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 you, that's not a weird thing about peeping on you in a hotel either. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Aaron Andrews, uh, mad respect. One of the things that I absolutely appreciate and love about that person is the role and the being on a stage like that. Her choice of how to present herself, not only verbally but also in the clothing that she chooses and don't get me wrong i love seeing a, a an attractive woman in a nice dress and all that stuff but i would be the first person to tell you every time it pops up on a football field i'm like why are they dressed like that why, like, why are, are they dressed like they're heels? about to go to the club yeah right right exactly and she's found a way to have i i don't becky you would do a better Hell yes, she job has. of describing it but I'm more attracted to the way that she presents her her power, and she's dressed really well, and she because looks great. She but it's she not salacious use her body. at all. She's, she's never. Not, she doesn't, she doesn't take the Fox News approach to it. Yeah, she's right. She's always been really like conservative, and I'm gonna. I'm not gonna dress super loudly to take away from what I'm talking about. I want you to focus on what I'm talking about. And not staring no at No shortcuts. Movies. Yeah. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's she's not taking any shortcuts at all. Mm-hmm. She wants to be the Holy Saunders she approach. She wants and, to she, and, yeah. and she talks about like going through everything she went through. And, you know, she wanted people to take her seriously. She wanted people to respect her. So she puts in the work. She does the research. And you can see in all the interviews that she does with like the quarterbacks 100%. and stuff like that, that they respect her. Because she knows her shit. And then she you have someone like yeah. Michelle Tafoya, who really doesn't know as much as her. You can tell Michelle Tafoya is being like fed information. But Aaron and Andrews, then we got like, my girl Colleen Wolf. <laughs> but so but, Michelle Tafoya, in defense of Michelle Tafoya, she's a product of her time. Yeah. No, and I I mean that that is what was at, that that low she's good. It's just Aaron what is it? better. For, uh, one of my favorite political quotes ever is the soft bigotry of low expectations. Mm-hmm. Like that's where I feel bad for Michelle Tafoya. Because mm-hmm. I mean, there, I mean, I mean, look in, in a weird way, not too dissimilar from these Russian coaches and their fifteen-year-old. Like you can't argue 
that they didn't believe she could compete without those things. If it's true that right. they are guilty of giving her that. And in, in, I mean, look, I may be way off base here. I don't know everything about Michelle Tafoya, but that is where I get to feeling like those people in the NFL network were more on the line of, we need, uh, uh, we want to be seen as equal. We want to make sure that we have women represented, but we don't think that they're going to, we just need them to be smiling and hairspray yeah. and, you know, we want to make them very fat. You know, it's like they were going with these old world aesthetics and then Aaron Andrews comes in and shows how it's done. Like it doesn't, yeah. you don't need all that. You don't need all the shortcuts. You just need to know what the fuck you're talking about. Mm-hmm. And look, the compliment holds the- water from Brando. <laughs> Becky, you know more about more sports than a lot of men. Most men that I know. Most men that I know. You know more about hockey, basketball, football, ice skating, Olympics, the whole bit. There's not much you don't know about sports. Maybe UFC. I don't think you're into UFC. I don't. I'm not into UFC. I don't like cauliflower ears. Yeah, they kind they of freak me out, me out too. They're yeah. gross. Yeah, they freak me out too. That's a little gross. Why don't they drain them? I don't know. I don't know, but at this point, I'm going to get really nauseous when I think about the idea of draining uh, anything. Yeah, no, you're a nurse. You I, can deal I've, with I've it. I've seen uh, one of those videos on TikTok. It's not that bad. Ugh, nah, thank you. I'm out. Good place to end it. <laughs> thank you for What's, listening what, to it. Or, or, or what? Would you rather <laughs> see it get popped nope. when it gets punched mm. in a fight mm. like Kimbo mm. sliced into some poor white dude? Yep. Just cut the ear off. Just cut it off. <laughs> just, just get rid of it. It's okay. I don't need to see an ear. I don't need to see that mutation of a satellite. Dish. It literally it exploded. Was... Nah, that's the grossest fuck, man. I can't deal with that. Thank you. I'm not going to eat cauliflower for months now. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. Well, take me as the kind of guy that doesn't need a lot of cauliflower in the first place. I, I like should know. We can smell our own. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I try. I try. Oh, man. Well, guys, thank you. Thank you. Great conversation. We'll be back again in a week. Thanks for listening to another episode of Brevity Box. Brevity Box is brought to you by the Ruminations Radio Network. Uh, Take the time and check us out at www.ruminationsradionetwork.com, and we will see you Thanks. Bye. Don't trust weapons.